Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. McDavid to nurse, shoots, scores! The Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You prepared to trade your uh, first round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward. The right guy to me to come in and coach that team in the future, Dave Tippett. That's all I'm going to say. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to move them. I think it probably will happen. How about Zach Hyman's first as an Oiler? This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. And that's the kill shot for Ryan Nugent Hopkins that you probably saw about 60 times with the Red Deer Rebels. We've added some pieces and uh, the hope and expectation there is that we that we can take another step. We have to earn the right to be a playoff team first. you got to have a regular season where you earn that right to be a playoff team. I came here and wanted to be a part of this team and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chen. Now, Bob Stopper. Today, with Cody Jansen joining us uh, back in the 630 Chet Studios, the Edmonton Oilers have just wrapped up practice. We're going to have a killer game tomorrow night. Edmonton and the 2 1 1 Philadelphia Flyers, the Oilers 5 0 on the season. It's going to be a kicker. Let's get after it on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buyer lease. 
your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, uh, at 12.15, just getting off the ice, Edmonton Oilers defenseman Cody Cece. At 12.35 today, EPS Police Chief, Edmonton Police Services Police Chief, 1985 Memorial Cup champion Dale McPhee played on one of the greatest junior teams of all time. It is a Tuesday. That means Sportsnet spec. Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. And at 135, he's got a new book out. Bruce Dobigan, longtime author and contributor with CBC back in the day. The book is called Inexact Science, and it chronicles six specific draft years in NHL history. So we're looking forward to having Bruce join us in the second hour of the show. Lots to get to. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Live entertainment is back. Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band, they take the stage Friday, October 29th. That's Friday coming up here. Uh, details at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. What's got you more excited? The orders start in the year 5-0 and or the fact that the Maple Leafs have only won two of their first seven games. Somewhere I think some of you get where I'm coming from. Uh, you can tweet us, at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. And Cody Jansen uh, filling in at Janner31 underscore. To our, stops, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Well, the uh, Edmonton Oilers right now... Uh, just wrapped up practice, exact same lines as what we saw yesterday. So I think we got a pretty good idea of what they're going to roll against and the Philadelphia Flyers with is uh, we tell you, oh, yes, we do, that uh, could we'll, we're going to see Connor McDavid with Zach Hyman and, yes, a pull Yarby, Leon Drysettle with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor Yamamoto, Derek Ryan with Warren Fogle and Zach Cassie and Brendan Perlini with Devin Shore and Kyle Turris. Evan Bouchard remained with Darnell Nurse. Uh, Duncan Keith with Cody Cece. Slater Cuckoo with Tyson Berry and Miko Koskinen will start. We'll tell you that uh, Mike Smith was out early working with Dustin Schwartz along with Miko Koskinen and Stuart Skinner and then left as the Oilers got into main practice. 12-10 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work. We're featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, customer service that makes you feel like family. So, I would say right now, the prospect that is closest to playing in the National Hockey League is actually here. And that is Stuart Skinner. He's closing in. I mean, he's carrying himself like a pro now. He's here. A guy that uh, I think there were hopes for that could come in and grab a spot, possibly as fourth-line center. Ryan McLeod didn't come to fruition for him in the preseason. He had a quiet preseason. Perhaps a little bit of victim of the fact that the Oilers don't need him to clear waivers to get him down to the farm. He is back in Bakersfield. He remains a very important prospect. And for the Oilers, they have Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft that were both with the Detroit Red Wings when Darren Helm went through a similar career trajectory. One that was a little bit up and down early. Saw him playing the playoffs, but uh, the next season back down to the farm. Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Con. I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. ...was on yesterday's show, and he had these thoughts on Ryan McLeod and the comparisons to Darren Helm. It's interesting because Helmer's development, uh, I think he played in his first two years, he played more playoff games than he did regular season games. And I think he he hadn't scored in the regular season, but he had scored in the playoffs uh, over his first two years of his career, I believe. Um, But yes, I see similarities. Obviously, um, both are elite skaters. They can get in on the forecheck. I think Ryan McLeod has more offensive upside than uh, maybe Darren did, um, but I, I, you know, they're both good penalty killers. Their speed through the middle of the rink. Um, I think McLeod's bigger, bigger body frame. Um, you know, and Darren Helms had a pretty good NHL career and had some success. I think uh, your, your, what you're getting at is that. You know, rarely is development linear where where it's just automatic. Okay, he's played a certain amount of games in the NHL, then the next year he's going to play this amount of games. Sometimes uh, you go back and forth, and our approach with Ryan as he's coming back down here to Bakersfield is to, to continue to work on the details in his game so that when he gets that call back, that he stays up for good. And so... For us, it's it's stopping on pucks in D zone. It's going to hard areas offensively, um, in and holding him to account at this level, so that when he gets called back up eventually, um, you know he's full of confidence and feeling good about his game. All right, that is Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, talking about Ryan McLeod, who, again, for me, one of three guys that could potentially alter the course and the direction of what Edmonton would have sort of on the fourth line as he gets some more experience and finds a way to get in the guts of the game the next time he comes up. The other two players, Dylan Holloway, is going to be in Bakersfield in, in probably by January and get some games in January, February. Where is he going to be back uh, at when we get back from the Olympic break? And then what about Josh Archibald, who I think we can all agree when he played was a legitimate uh, bottom six winger that could kill penalties, that provides energy, he's quick, he's physical, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with the myocarditis. I mean, he's right now got a bigger game that he's playing for right now just in terms of his long-term health. But is there a possibility that he could potentially rejoin the team down the season? And, no, I have no knowledge as to what his vaccination status is. I'm only, you know, I'm more concerned about the actual person than the player at this stage. But he could be a potential option for Edmonton. And in that scenario, all three of those guys can skate and add some quickness and pace potentially to the Oilers lineup. We'll have to continue to monitor that. Speaking of monitoring that, the news is coming out of Chicago today involving the uh, investigations into the uh, Brad Aldrich sexual abuse that took place uh, with a couple of, uh, I guess, sexual encounters involving uh, either 
former or current uh, Blackhawk uh, players. This goes dates back to the 2000, early 2010s, even as far back as I believe it's 2009, 2010. We'll be continuing to monitor that throughout the course of the day. Very uh, depressing story. 12:15 in Edmonton. We are going to take a timeout, and when we come back, we'll hear from Edmonton Oilers defenseman Cody Cece, who, along with Duncan Keith, has really kind of settled things down on the Oilers back in. You're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper from the Oilers Radio Network at the eighth floor up in the uh, our broadcast location at Rogers Place, Edmonton, and the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow. It is 12:17 in Edmonton. The Oilers have just finished their practice, and we are pleased to be joined on the line by Edmonton Oilers defenseman Cody Cece. Cody, it's Bob. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Uh, let me ask you that glorious blue suit that only you could pull off. I, mean, <laughs> I can tell you, my wife does not want me at my current weight ever to be wearing something that great. Uh, <laughs> Dark and dark works for me to keep the weight down, but uh, I'm assuming you, you don't have that for a practice day, but that is a, a fantastic look. Uh, credit goes to who on that one? Um, yeah, I just met a guy when I was in Toronto that uh, was uh, he made me a couple of suits, so he made me that one last year, and uh, I thought it would be a fun trip to, to wear it. Absolutely. Uh, how's this experience been so far for you with the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, it's been great so far. I mean, uh all the guys have been great. Um, just just getting settled here has been uh, been a good time, and uh, I don't know. I mean, getting all the guys and just start the way we did is uh, it always helps. Um, this is year 14 for me for doing color, and uh, you know you learn certain things when it comes to to veteran defense. But it doesn't matter what the level is. I mean, it, you can even translate it into broadcasting. When you're experienced, you realize that mistakes happen, and what you have to do when mistakes happen is you just keep playing your game or you just keep broadcasting. I'm going to extend that metaphor for the, the combination of you and Duncan Keith on defense. Like, you're not going to make the perfect play every time, but what I notice when you guys are on the ice is you don't get rattled when something goes wrong and compound the errors. Is that something that you sort of learned over time? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, he's got a ton of experience. Um, he's a pretty laid-back guy off the ice, but... Uh, same time we both uh we both really care we both really like to learn from our mistakes as quick as possible i mean we're uh only five games in really of, of playing playing together and uh i think we're both still learning but at the same time i think we're, we're gelling quickly and we're learning from our mistakes as quick as possible try and eliminate doing it again there's ups and downs. There's not one constant upward trajectory when it comes to anything that anybody does in life, Cody. And on that note, I mean, you were an offensive puck mover in Ottawa. You had, you know, not I don't I don't want to say you had a tough time in Toronto, but I don't think it maybe you never reached the zenith of maybe where you can get to. And then a great year last year in Pittsburgh. Just a thought on the journey that, that took place to get you here and some of the experiences you learned as a player along the way. Yeah, there were uh, a lot of ups and downs in, in the last uh, last few years. Um, just Ottawa going a different direction. Uh, Toronto with a with a coaching change, and then uh, getting shut down uh, with, due to COVID. And then last year with a, a shorter season, but try, just trying to get back on track. And um, I think uh, I think it did a good job of that, and it landed me here with this great opportunity. Uh, I know we had a conversation with Bain Pettinger from CAA a couple, or I guess it would have been last week, and just, you know, uh, you're represented by them, and so is Tyson. Um, the opportunity to get yourself a little bit of security on a four-year deal, what did that mean to you? Yeah, that was pretty uh, pretty important to me. It was uh, um, just for moving around a lot and uh, 
not having that security in the league, there's uh, a lot of things that can happen in the, in, in life or in hockey. So uh, it is uh, it is important, and um, we were happy to get get that done in four years. We had the privilege of having Wayne Gretzky travel with us for a few seasons, and you know, just a special guy treats everybody the same way. And uh, one of the things that he reinforced in the orders of the '80s is that the, the practice pace and tempo, and playing against the best guys. So where I'm going to translate, you've played with some real good players uh, in Toronto, in Pittsburgh, specifically those two organizations. But the tempo and pace that a guy like Connor practices with, uh, do you think that helps uh, maybe maybe translate and better prepare you for, for actual game speed when you're going up and uh, maybe sometimes it's you and Keith out there on a, a two-on-two compete drill and practice and that sort of thing and you get matched up against a guy like McDavid? Uh, it helps for sure. I mean, uh, we're not going to see much faster than than him. So uh, getting a chance to, to practice against that every day just pushes us all to be better and to be faster. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's huge to, to have a guy like that on your team pushing the pace and um, everyone, uh, everyone just kind of follows after that. A friend of mine did some 67s broadcasts dating back uh, to when you were there. He's a, an Edmonton guy named A.J. Jakobic, and he, I, I remember talking, you know, hey, Cody's a, a power play guy. Edmonton's got a pretty good power play here. Uh, two of the last, uh, well, the uh, last season the year before, Cody, the Oilers have had two of the three best power plays in the NHL over the last 30 years. You haven't had a chance to play a lot on it, but when you're watching it from the bench, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, anytime you give uh, you give some of these players uh, a little bit of time, they're going to make the best play possible. And when you have one of the best players in the league on your team, you give him a little bit of time, he's going to he's going to take it. And all he needs is a little bit of time and space to make it happen. So uh, I think he's just uh, just having some of the, some of the best players in the league on your power play just um, really allows them to to move it around and, and get it done. And so far, they've been been great for us. Uh, I think we've uh, maybe relied a little bit too much on it early on, but uh, yeah, they've been uh, they've been awesome, and uh, the longer they can keep it going, the better for us. Uh, so far, the weather's cooperated here. Uh, just a, a quick thought: you, you had an opportunity to uh, to have a team that we're not going to pry into any of that because it's none of our business. I hope you guys had a good time. But you want to go into something like that on a high. You did. You took care of business in Vegas, and you want to make sure you come out of something like that playing well as well, don't you? Yep, and I think that was uh, that was kind of the focus the last couple of days. Uh, just having that time uh, time down there is great, great for team bonding and. Uh, I think we're uh, we're a better enough group to uh, to know that we have to uh, answer the bell now coming back. So we, we had a couple of good practices, and uh, I think uh, we're looking forward to, to playing again tomorrow and trying to build off uh, what we've done so far. And, Cody, uh, you were on the Oilers' radar screen before. I know Pete Chiarelli was a, a, a fan of yours, and there was some uh, some thought uh, the Oilers ultimately got Adam Lark. It's, it's funny how life works out in a way, isn't there, uh, just in terms of how you ended up here in Edmonton and, 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 and how you got here, given the fact that there was some belief that maybe you could have been involved in a package for Taylor Hall. Are you happy with the decision you made, and where do you think this team can go this year? Uh, yeah, for sure. They've always been uh, been on the radar, and especially as of late, um, just having uh, guys like Connor and Leon uh, coming up into their prime. I mean, it's uh, it's a good time of uh, a good time to be part of this organization. So, um, yeah, that weighed uh, that weighed in pretty pretty big on my decision to come here. But yeah, for sure, they've always been been on the radar and, uh, and on the talks. And uh, 
now it's uh, it's nice to finally be here. Cody, appreciate the time. Uh, good luck tomorrow, and we'll see you on the plane on Friday. Okay, thank you. You bet. That is Cody Cece joining us. It is 12:24 in Edmonton. He's played 554 career games. The reference point I'm making on Cody Cece is, you know, Taylor Hall ultimately was traded for Adam Larson. And there was some belief that, uh, and I know it was reported by, on multiple fronts, that there was discussion at that time the Oilers were looking for a right-shot skilled puck-moving defenseman or a right-shot D-man. And... Uh, of course, the organization signed Milan Lucic, traded Hall for Adam Larson. Taylor Hall has subsequently gone from New Jersey to Arizona to Buffalo to Boston. He uh, signed a four-year deal this year in Boston. Larson, of course, the, the family tragedy in Edmonton a couple of years ago, looked for a fresh start and signed in Seattle, and Cody Cece ended up here in Edmonton. Different type of defenseman than uh, Adam Larson, not as physical. Uh, I think that for a lot of you out there right now, you're quite concerned about the key Cece pairing in the preseason, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this. To date, have they exceeded your expectations? Because, uh, I mean, I look at 1,750 career games between the two of them and think those guys should be solid. I mean, they've played a long time in the league. So give me your thoughts. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. Cody Cece, that's the Oilers defenseman. As we go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing company branded apparel products and awards all created in-house shop local at elitepromomarketing.com well the big news right now chicago stan bowman he's resigned as gm uh, also on the player front in chicago they are dealing with some covid protocol right now uh, patrick kane jonathan taves riley stillman jujar karen henrik borgstrom all in protocol tonight in the nhl you got calgary visiting new jersey vancouver hosts minnesota winnipeg's in anaheim and montreal makes a trip out west to face the seattle kraken in the american league bakersfield they're at home against the colorado eagles tomorrow night in the western league the oil kings are getting set to host winnipeg on Friday, and the U of A Golden Bears will host Regina for a pair of games this weekend. Winnipeg is in Red Deer tonight. Uh, no executives involved with the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks uh, will continue with the organization. That means it's Stan Bowman and Al McIsaac, who uh, has been involved with the Hawks for a number of years. Uh, they are both out in Chicago, so this is a major shakeup. Um Wow. Uh, and, I, and I think a lot of people thought that this was a possibility, and it has ultimately come to fruition. It is 1227 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Cody Jansen with you on today's edition of Oilers Now. Of course, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. The home office made sure. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.